0: tells me it's time to announce a new podcast oh boy oh boy hey this is a new podcast your feed is changed now everything is different but don't be afraid uh we're still here nora and olivia
1: yeah uh okay let's let's just get this right out of the way um league of legends fucking sucks and I hated Success. podcasting about it for the last several months. Uh, and and then and then I had to finish graduate school. Uh mm-hmm. so that blew up my brain. And then like the riot executives started getting even more racist than they usually are. Um so I was it like It seems like every every Riot Games employee
0: I've ever seen on Twitter is just a fucking ghoul.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, I was like, hey, Nora, do you want to do a different podcast? And then Autumn reminded us we've been, like, joking about doing a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast for, like, a year now. Um, so we decided to do, we decided to do that instead.
0: Yeah, uh, and we decided not to do the original, original thing, which was just 5Ds. Mm -hmm. Um, because... There's so much more to our Lord and Savior Yu-Gi-Oh than Five Ds, <laughs> and you really you gotta you gotta build up to card games on motorcycles.
1: You have to appreciate the original card games on on standing installations that are the infrastructure on this island. Card games on chapel spires? Hmm. Oh. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. I I was thinking about Duelist Kingdom, but you're (laughs) right. We are starting with Season Zero. Yes.
0: Season Zero, also known as just Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is the original 1998 anime, um, directed, fun fact, by the same director who
1: uh, is responsible for Digimon Adventure 1 and 2. And written, many of the episodes written by Toshiki Inoue, which is very funny if you know Tokusatsu. Um if we see don't. any if we see any feet in this anime, we will know. We'll know who's responsible. Okay. Yeah, sure. Guy, guy fucking loves his feet. Um yeah, so like Yu-Gi-Oh!, okay, if you don't know it, if 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 you were just born. If you, like, fell out of a wormhole from another dimension, I guess. It's really weird to me to imagine someone who has, like, not heard of Yu-Gi-Oh. I wonder if the newer
0: series are popular with younger people. The same, like, age group that the first one was popular with. Or, like, I feel like most of the people I have seen online talking about Yu-Gi-Oh are people our age. Yeah. So I have no idea what the perception of Yu-Gi-Oh is if you are... A younger person, unless it is exclusively through the lens of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series.
1: Yeah, um, I I feel like younger people are not even watching Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. Uh, to me, that was like to me like Yu-Gi-Oh! Hits when people our age are in like like early grade school, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get mm-hmm. to high school, or, or no, okay. And then we get to kind of, like, late, late grade school, and we decide we're too cool to watch that gay shit, right? So, we watch the Abridged (laughs) series, thinking we're better than the original show. And then we get to high school, and for me, I don't know about you, for me, I get, like, really intensely into, like, playing the actual card game. So I have to admit to myself that, no, I'm not better than Yu-Gi-Oh! In fact, I enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot. Um... I never got
0: into the card game, except for when I was a very small kid playing it, quote unquote playing it, with my sister, although we didn't really know the rules. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's. I'm going to say I it. I will. I'm going to say it. It's a terrible card game. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I actually like got into some
0: Yu-Gi-Oh YouTube, uh, some Yu-Gi-Tube like, last year, thinking, oh, what if Autumn and I get into the card game? gonna be fun. Uh, we didn't end up buying any cards. This was er- <laughs> this was early pandemic, <laughs> um, uh, and we didn't end up getting into it. But I was watching it and I was seeing like people's criticisms, um, of it, like especially surrounding. I think the biggest thing I saw was like the way that the summons work and the the way that that informs how you play the game seems like some people were not as Like, down with that.
1: I can say from my thing that, like, at least when I played, right, like, there, you know, you would, like, normal, like, the idea of, like, normally summoning your monsters the way that, like, you actually did in the, like, original base card game rules was just, like, totally obsolete. And it was all about, like, special summons. Um, And so every card archetype just had like 5 million ways to special something, summon something to like get around the original one monster per turn rule um, and just made the game like kind of like blindingly fast. Um, If we ever talk about, um, if you ever like talk specifically about like card archetypes, I can like explain one of my decks, which just like had the ability to come back from any like totally wiped board state, basically um and so there were there were like there was a there was a list of about 15 to 17 cards that were just staples in every single deck you know Mm -hmm. like no matter what and so deck diversity was like really low and you basically had to like clear this hurdle of having like here are all of like the trap removal and card protection cards that you need in order to have like Actually, be able to play this game. And then you have about 30 cards to mess with to make the rest of your deck. And that was not fun.
0: I never got uh, that into it. I tried getting into magic last year because I was really enjoying Runeterra. Mm-hmm. And then that's what led to the Yu Gi Oh thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I never really got around to it, but maybe. Maybe someday. Mm-hmm. Um, can I. <sighs> I just found out a piece of information about Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series turns 15 this year. Whew. There could be people listening to this podcast who are younger than <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series.
1: I feel like that's not likely, but the fact that it is a possibility at all is, is upsetting to me.
0: I didn't realize it was that old. I was like, oh, it probably started in like 2009, you know? um mm-hmm.
1: but old, no but old but not 15 years old Old, you know
0: yeah when i was in high school i used to watch the team four star dragon ball at bridge which you know obviously came after um Oh, and that would have been in like 2012
1: mm-hmm.
0: to 20 yeah it would be about 2012, so I was like, oh yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! was probably like two years ago, or like three years ago. But no, it had been six years, mm-hmm. actually.
1: I was never like a Dragon Ball abridged series person. For me, it was like, only really Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged series, and then everything else just felt kind of like derivative to me. And also, I think you were a much more... I feel like you were a much more abridged series like, person
0: than I am. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not the one who will. T- I'm not the one who will just start off tweet threads by tweeting "I came," and then have like what? all of all of your friends fill in the rest of that bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do have several. I will say multiple index cards worth of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Bridge series bits launched in my brain.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas I feel like all my like references to Yu-Gi-Oh to yu gi are like the anime I remember watching the card game that I played and then like the abridged series is like one of them, but it's not like even the manga bits of it that I read, you know, um, but I feel like I feel like you just have a lot more abridged series brain than I do. <laughs> I do, because I watched way
0: more of that than I did the actual anime. Because, mm-hmm. like, my time being into Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid was so short-lived. It was probably, like, a year. Yeah.
1: Oh, important, um, really important, um, like, moderating factor of me being into Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, when the Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime was on TV, I was not allowed to watch any cartoons that contained violence um because my my parents were like on this kick of like trying to raise like perfect perfect children who were insulated from like the rot of society or something so my media like my media consumption was like really heavily restricted and i was like allowed to watch Oh, hmm. like due to its like due to it's like, because I think on, I want to say like on Saturdays, it was on after the educational cartoons. And like, I watched, I had like a TV allowance. And I was like, well, there's only two of these real educational cartoons that I'm really into. And then I had like half an hour left on my TV allowance. And I remember being like, can I watch this show about card games? And I remember my mom being like, like poker. And I'm like, no, like trading cards, you know? And she was like, hmm. Okay. That seems fine, I guess. And then the show is demonic, but she never she she watched that part. But she was a lot more charmed by Joey Wheeler's shitty accent, and like didn't think that <laughs> hard about the part where like people were getting sent to the shadow realm by like occult <laughs> occult magic. Uh,
0: oh, and so, this Brooklyn accent makes it difficult to concentrate
1: on God Games. It's it's a bad accent, and it's not a Brooklyn accent.
0: Also, uh, I know people from New be Jersey who
1: sound like Joey Wheeler.
0: To be clear, uh, after we watch this first season from the 98th show, mm-hmm. uh, the, the torrent we got is exclusively the dub. So this will be a dub only, uh, a podcast after this first season.
1: Well, until the dub stops and then we'll go back to being, <laughs> to being a Japanese language podcast.
0: Oh, does it stop?
1: Yeah, so the thing about 4K, I'm pretty sure, maybe they like, maybe they finish all of the original series, but I'm pretty sure that like, every Yu-Gi-Oh! series is like, incomplete in English. Which is, I, which is part of like, the mystery. Which was part of the mystery of the franchise to me. Like, when you're a kid slash like, early teen, you don't know how to pirate things and read subtitles, you're like... Mm-hmm. whoa there's whole seasons of Yu Gi Oh we never got because they were too fucked up you know um so that's part of like the allure um so yeah uh we are we're gonna be going back and forth i'm gonna make you a pitch on names that you're not going to like but i want you to hear me out mm-hmm. i think when we're watching japanese language we should be using the the japanese names and then when we're watching English language, we should use the English names. Because I'm going... I'm going to start going insane if we start saying, like, Yugi, Joey, Tristan, and Teya. And then, like, Ushio and Miho. I'm going to start <laughs> losing my mind. Okay, sure. This just... There are there are characters in this show that are not coming to the, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters show. Um, and... To, like, mix the names is just, like, anathema to my brain. So it'll it'll be tough, but I would like to use the Japanese names while we're watching in Japanese. And then just switch. Yeah,
0: that sounds fine.
1: All right, I thought that was going to be a way harder sell than it is. Or than it ended up being.
0: <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I'm just scrolling through the Duel Monsters episodes just to see if I can find any missing ones. And I'm not seeing any that didn't come out in both regions, hmm. although you know it was like four or five years after the fact mm-hmm. but
1: all right, well, but we'll see, yeah, we for now we'll use the Japanese uh names because uh the original series is only in Japanese, yeah. So
0: there's also a Yu-Gi-Oh movie before the Yu-Gi-Oh movie?
1: Oh yeah. There's
0: a Yu-Gi-Oh movie associated with this series yeah. before the Pyramid of Light movie that came out 5 years afterward.
1: Yeah, original Yu-Gi-Oh. Um and if you're not if you're not familiar with the series, the like we keep talking about original Yu-Gi-Oh. So like originally Yu-Gi-Oh is a is a manga that begins with like a more generic premise of as in like This is a guy, this is like a kid with a magic, like Egyptian puzzle that is playing like occult, you know, games with like occult magic. Um, And then at some point they invent a trading card game, which just takes over the entire franchise. So they, so they like, it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) So they reboot the manga and the anime. (laughs) And like, uh, now it is an anime about the card game that they made up, which yes, incredibly funny um just as an entire concept. But we decided to watch like the anime that they made adapting the original manga before they invent, like Duo Monsters slash Yu-Gi-Oh. The card game. And we're going to see a lot of characters in this
0: season that um are in that people will know from the main show. Like Bakura's in here a lot, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's fucking that one Egyptian guy shoddy yes that's yeah. that's his name um but yeah like most of the cast is the same except for they've added and except for the japanese one has a whole character that just doesn't come over i feel so sorry for her <laughs> imagine being the one Yuugi friend who gets cut from fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. that sucks
0: you can't have two girls
1: I feel like they should have cut Tristan and kept Miho. I'm going to say this. No! <laughs> I'm going to say this. I feel like he contributes nothing. But we'll see. We'll
0: see. We'll see. Uh, I have a summary here if you would like to talk about uh, episode
1: one. Yu-Gi-Oh! 1998. Episode one. What is the episode called?
0: Furious Battle. A Shadow Game. <laughs>
1: Alright, so what happens? Yaomi no game. What happens in, in Yami no <coughs> game?
0: A shy and meek young boy named Yugi Moto is a student at Domino City High School. High school? I missed that part. Yeah, okay. no, it's a high school. Uh, <laughs> he's just very small. Who is He's very small, who's bullied by his classmate Katsuya Jonochi. Uh the hall monitor, Tetsu Ushio, forcibly becomes Yugi's bodyguard, beating up Jonochi and Hiroto Honda, and then says Yugi owes him money. Ushio later beats up Yugi for failing to pay up, but Jonochi and Honda try to intervene, only to be beaten up as well. One day, Yugi solves the Millennium Puzzle after working on it for eight years. I, this is a little out of order. <laughs> and holding the return of the Shadow Games. In the process, he unknowingly changes his own life forever by releasing a dark alter ego named Yami Yugi, who challenges Ushio to a Shadow Game. Ushio loses after a failed after a failed attempt to cheat, and Yami Yugi inflicts a penalty game upon him, which results in Ushio being subjected to an illusion where he's eaten alive by monsters. Afterwards, Yugi, Honda, and Jonouchi become lifelong friends, and Yugi's childhood friend, Anzu Mazaki and Honda's crush, Miho Nosaka, also joining the group.
1: Yeah, that's, that's basically the vibe of this episode.
0: I knew this episode's plot already, because one of the two... Uh, a bridge series things that is about this series is about this one, and then another one is later. I think it's episode three where Kaiba comes in. Mm. Um, so I did know about the plot of this episode vaguely. Mm-hmm. Um, how, did you,
1: how did you we, feel about seeing the whole thing? Can
0: we talk about how big Yoshio is?
1: Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the size so, of the lads in this show. So Yugi, small guy... He's fucking... He's a baby! His... He's okay. like waist height his, to Jonochi? His legs do not reach the ground when he sits on his chair. <laughs> that boy's fucking small. <laughs> and
0: meanwhile, the difference in size between Yugi and Jonochi is the difference in size between Jonochi and Ushio.
1: Yes, there is. there is one shot... Where Yugi is standing on the ground and looking up at uh Ushio, who has at least four times his height. <laughs> that boy is fucking massive. He's also like wide. That's the thing. He's not yeah. only tall, he's like incredibly wide. He he looks like a fucking Joestar. He does! This is a this is a JoJo's character. I
0: think maybe that's intentional. Like that feels right, you know? He's
1: he just kind of have DIO eyebrows.
0: Oh, uh, And the hair, the bangs.
1: Yeah. Dio, I'm like googling DIO Brando and I know I'm going to get like new anime, but no, show me OG nasty ass.
0: Let me see. Here.
1: Regular. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got like if you look at like original manga DIO, they have the same eyebrows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but if you look at Jonathan Joestar He has the same bangs Copy image I'm sending you this This image here Like those like four Those little little yeah, bangs
1: Yeah Hmm
0: So I I, I was I felt like this was an intentional thing Like a, Like in a specific point of influence
1: Yeah Cause like here's the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh um, is that Kazuki Takahashi, creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, has some weird and diverse interests that he puts in this show. <laughs> um, the entire like premise of the Millennium Puzzle is in the Shadow Games is like 1920s Egyptology. Mm-hmm. It begins with some guys it begins with some guys like breaking into a pyramid to steal the Millennium Puzzle. Yes. Um, with an incredibly funny line, the guy goes, "Aha! Plunderers haven't gotten to this one yet," which is like,
0: "Uh, they just did.
1: <laughs> they, they did." And then it's a weird thing where, like, Yugi's ownership of the Millennium Puzzle is kind of like mysterious. Um, all he says is that, like, a guy who used to own the game shop that his grandfather runs, like, left the puzzle here. And then the grandfather later says, like, the guy left the puzzle here because everyone else who went on the expedition was, like, dying one by one. And he didn't want to die. So it's like King Tut's curse shit going on with this puzzle. Mm. Um, yeah. it's It's weird. I'm interested in, like... What the Millennium Puzzle is going to be in this original series. Because um, I feel like the Duel Monsters series has such a specific idea of what the puzzle is and does. Um, and, like, what its purpose is. And then, like, what the other Millennium items are. Uh, but I want to see if that's, like, different in this original manga. If they ever get around I to it. I
0: forgot there were others.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you remembered Bakura? Yeah. Bokura's whole thing is he is another millennium item.
0: No, that's the Gator.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a trial. <laughs> this whole podcast is gonna be difficult for me.
0: But uh you do enjoy my company. Sometimes.
1: Let's not get ahead wow. of ourselves. Wow. So, yeah, um, I'm just interested to see, like, in the episodes that we get, like, how much background we're going to get about, like, the Shadow games and, like, Yami Yugi. Because um, I'll tell you, he does not seem like the spirit of an ancient pharaoh in this anime. He just seems like the Joker. He's a little bit of the Joker. Uh The gamer? <laughs> He's the gamer. Uh, He's
0: if the Joker or the Riddler were about playing games.
1: I really hope they keep the line in from the manga in like a later episode where somebody yells out, Gamers! Is there a gamer in here? Because <laughs> 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 they need somebody who's good at playing games to, to solve a hostage crisis. It's amazing. Um, But yes. Uh, Okay. Like... Yami Yugi is the Joker. Um It changes his voice from like one woman's voice to another woman's voice. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, um Yami Yugi in this has extreme like twink voice.
1: Like no, like regular You regu- okay regular Yugi has like regular Yugi has like cartoon character voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and Yamiyugi has like grown woman voicing a 14-year-old anime boy voice, you know?
0: <sighs> it's a I like this uh vibe though. It, it it making him sound like this makes it much it feel more like i don't know there's there's something about this particular voice that i like better than like the yami yugi that we're gonna get in the dub
1: yeah because like so like there's kind of something going on here in the original show or and in the base show too where it's like yugi moto is like a character who is like deficient you know like he's incredibly small he's like meek he's bad at things he doesn't have friends you know um Mm -hmm. and everyone throughout this episode is constantly telling him he needs to like change or specifically to man up you know Mm -hmm. um this is like um jonochi's whole thing he's like i kind of pick on yugi because the way he is so like childish and trusting and like naive pisses me off you know um Uh, Which maybe we'll get more of that. Um, That seems like there's more going on there than than meets the eyes necessarily. But that's his like stated reason for kind of picking on Yugi. Um, This is also something that Anzu basically says. Where she's like, people pick on you because you're a weak little bitch. And you need to like toughen (laughs) up. Um, Specifically because you're nice. And this is something Anzu says. is like, I'm standoffish and rude. Because otherwise people will like bully me and take advantage of me so I have to be like aggressive to people Um, Mm -hmm. and then like the puzzle Yugi finishes the puzzle and it changes him but not into like a man it changes him into like a camp icon you know like (laughs) he's like this weird like joker guy he's like is he kind of like he's like trying to get like a a full body of this man he is like dramatic, also. Yes, he he like taught. He confronts Ushio by like using magic to tie him to a rope and suspend him from a school building, and then like appears on the top of the building and is like, oh, you know, like, and then has the other
0: end of the rope tied around his waist.
1: Yeah, like he's not like a masculine guy when he like transforms into his like you know alternate form, you know. Um, yeah which i i think is interesting um and it feels deliberate that everyone tells yugi like oh you need to like change yourself and become like this and then he does change himself but he becomes like the gay joker (laughs) (laughs) He, he like
0: i it's the thing is is that it's not him it's not like I found my own way of manning up, and that's, like, different from what Jonochi wanted me to do, but it's my own thing. It is also literally just another entity, which,
1: like, complicates that message a little bit, but... uh... It's ambiguous, I think, at this point. That's what I was saying, like, I'm interested in seeing Hmm. what the Millennium Puzzle is, because it's like, we don't know necessarily, is this, like, another entity, or is this, like, a, a changed version of Yugi, you know?
0: He does get tall just like in the yeah. the core show that we
1: know. He gets tall. I also found a I also found a frame which has kind of like a front view of Yugi. He is wearing a leather harness. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to send this to you. He is wearing his he's opened his school uniform and underneath he is wearing a leather harness. So like there's some stuff going on here.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um Oh yeah, I, I found a screenshot of my own real quick now. this is a lot
1: (laughs) this uh just like a lot going on with this man it's really interesting to me i yeah and i i'm interested in it especially because we don't have a lot of this show you know it's like 27 28 episodes right
0: uh let me scroll down it is 27 yeah
1: yeah and there's 200 Oh, regular yugioh episodes you know <laughs> so yeah i really want to see what we get uh, there's also his eyes are like on fire like his eyes are these big like empty purple circles with like a red shading coming up from them that look like they're flames you know um yeah he he's fucking sicko mode
0: in this also, our files are in sixteen by nine, and it doesn't seem like they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I this was the
1: torrent that actually downloaded, so yeah, I, ju- I just chalked it up to um, uh, Yu Gi Oh. I've tried to torrent Yu Gi Oh several times in my life, um, and it seems like you take what you can get with that show. Yeah, it is not the most popular, um. The version of the main show that we got,
0: it does have everything, including, like, the anime-only arc Mm -hmm. at the end, uh, and the movie and everything, but it is a DVD rip. It's not a Blu-ray, so, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, I think the other thing, so there's, like, two other things from the episode that I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one is the actual shadow game that happens, because it feels lame. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so there's a column of cards mm-hmm. in between the two people as they hang off of this chapel spire mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm.
1: like a steeple like, yeah like a dome um, like a dome art like yeah. a dome roof they take turns drawing
0: cards from the cards that are on there and get to move up that many steps mm-hmm. And because Which, And
1: because the rope is like shared between them, when one of them moves up, the other's going to fall down, you know? Yes. And
0: mm-hmm. Yugi is just it Yugi just wins. Yeah, he's just um, he's just
1: better at this.
0: Um And then the guy is like, Oh, you've you fixed it and then he runs up anyway to go grab the um Yeah. The, oh, there's money, right? The the bodyguard money.
1: Yeah, which is ends up actually being a deck of cards. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um. It and then it's like it's a it's like it's a weird thing. Um, I've, the games in this show. I remember I've read a bit of the manga. They're not like incredibly intricate. Um, but this one feels just kind of like, not very solid i guess you know like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like yugi like yugi is just gonna draw higher numbered cards than ushio and then ushio will like try to just run up the steeple and then loses um
0: i i will say that the next one is going to be way better because (laughs) i know what the next episode is
1: yeah and it's not like um there are some that are very simple but they're not like striking. Like the one I remember from the manga is like they have a big stack of money and a knife and they have yeah. to put the money on top of their hands and then like stab the money with the knife.
0: You know. And it, and however many bills you cut, it, that's you get to keep all the ones that you stab. So how greedy are you?
1: Yeah. And that one feels like that one feels like it is like a striking image. The rules are very simple. You like see the strategy that can go in the game. And kind of like Yugi says in this episode, like the shadow game reveals a person's true character. You know, you get a sense that like Ushio was never going to win because like the entire game is sort of like an elaborate punishment for him. Um, Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like earned, I guess, you know? Yeah, um, I think there's another one I remember with like a guy on a game show who has rigged the wheel it's like a wheel of fortune thing. And he's like rigged the, um, he's like rigged it with the switchboard so he can choose wherever the wheel stops. And like a thing that Yugi does in the manga is like, he spills a big bucket of paint on the thing so that like the guy can't tell what button does what. And it like, is this interesting thing where it actually turns it into a game of chance. So like, <laughs> I think that's a cool like shadow game twist, yeah. but this just feels not great as far as an introduction
0: yeah not a a great first showing of uh conjuring a game yeah uh, as the king of games to
1: like punish Um, punish uh, an evildoer um I, i think another thing um related to kind of like yugi's like portrayal and character and then like the way people tell him to change is that like ushio is like a corrupt figure of authority you know like Mm-hmm. He is, like, the head of what the what the subs call the Public Morals Committee. <laughs> this is, like, one of those things that pops up in anime sometimes that, like, never really translates over, over well. But, like, they say that, like, Ushio wrote all the rules of the school. And he, like, has all these guys that he's, like, telling, like, how to live a righteous life and stuff. So, like, not only are people always telling Yugi to change, but this character who, like, represents what's supposed to be good and righteous, like, turns out to be, like, a crook and a thug in the end you know
0: yeah um he's like uh you're you um are being bullied so i will be your personal
1: bodyguard and now your school days will be what is it rose colored rose colored i feel like it's a phrase in japanese because this is not the only time i've ever heard the phrase like of like Mm. having rose colored school days it's a big thing in like tatami galaxy for example but yeah he basically like extorts yugi for money on the premise that he's like protecting him from bullies um yeah so i just think it's interesting that everyone's telling yugi to man up and be a man and then like the manliest guy turns out to be a piece of shit and yugi becomes like a leather queen (laughs) (laughs) it's just interesting i'm just saying yami yugi uh yami yugi queer icon (laughs) This will only continue, I feel like This will only continue as he gets more leather outfits Yeah yeah. And it's like, okay Specifically he's like a sadist leather queen too Yes Dude loves Uh suffering And his entire thing is like punishment
0: Yes (laughs) So, you know (laughs) Uh, It's time to Dominate
1: uh, Takahashi interesting interesting guy (laughs) (laughs) if he's making this kind of stuff um yeah the the episode i feel like is like not super strong but like i definitely want to see more of it um it's maybe not like the best showing of the ideas at play but i like the ideas at play you know
0: yeah yeah um uh i'm actually on the page for uh takahashi's wikipedia page mm-hmm. uh and there's just not a lot of stuff here
1: mystery man mystery man
0: it says his um he uh, personal life takahashi likes to play games such as shoji mahjong card games and tabletop role-playing games
1: <laughs> yeah he's got to be a tabletop bitch
0: oh and also his favorite manga are akira and and Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, and Dragon Ball.
1: Okay, so he... Okay. So... Yes. So so Ushio is definitely a Jojo... (laughs) (laughs) So Ushio is definitely a Jojo's reference, and Yugi (laughs) is, like, definitely a Dragon Ball Z guy. You know? Like, the whole hair vibe that he has. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There is an image that I am always looking for, and if anyone has this, please send it to me. But it's a comparison of, like all the haircuts of Yu-Gi-Oh protagonists starting from original Yu-Gi-Oh and going through 5Ds and then comparing them to various sea creatures. And the comparisons are just oh. like apt. <laughs> uh, but yes. Shout out to every kid who wanted to have Yugi's hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fucking do it. <laughs> can't. Uh, uh, one other thing I want to talk about and this is kind of like the last thing that stands out to me, Yugi's wish on the Millennium Puzzle. Yes. First of all, everyone calls Yugi like a coward and like a weak guy. Um, That guy has a cursed Egyptian artifact. He does not give a shit. Like, (laughs) multiple people try to tell him this thing is bad news and he should not be messing with it. And he's like, nah, I think I'm going to complete the ancient Egyptian puzzle. (laughs) He is on the verge of unconsciousness. Finishing that puzzle because he wants to unlock the occult power that he's been told to Because he wants friends. Because he wants friends. And his f- definition of friendship. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. He says it multiple times. He wants, like, a true friend who will never betray him. Um, which is, and then, like... It's implied that like the friendship he the friend he gets is like Joey at the end. Who's who? Sorry, yeah, I've done it. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this, Jonochi, Like guy who's a little bit of a piece of shit. Um, there's this very interesting scene where like he runs into Jinochi at school and Genocchi is like doing riddles with him and like making jokes with him while also thinking like, why am I doing this? What is wrong with me? <laughs> Which is the millennium puzzle, like brainwashing him. Is that what we're supposed to take away from this? I think he's just insecure about
0: being genuinely emotional with, uh, or like vulnerable with a- another guy.
1: Yeah, true. But also, <laughs> But also, maybe he's being Jedi mind-tricked. Maybe he's being Jedi mind-tricked by the occult artifact that Yugi now wears around his neck at all times. Uh-huh. We don't even really get to, like, the formation of the group in this episode. Um, it's just, like, Yugi and Janochi like, becoming friends and then the episode ends. But Honda's there, too. Honda's there, too. Honda! <laughs> very metrosexual kind of dude mm-hmm all we know about honda is that he failed to get elected to student council president and he's a he's a member of the beautification club yeah which is like school cleanliness basically
0: mm-hmm. also did we see a single adult other than the grandpa in
1: this episode no
0: not i don't remember one. no
1: not at all no teachers in the school
0: <laughs> <laughs> also we need to talk about how yugi is introduced uh, yes. yes. <laughs> so the first thing that happens is that he's playing. He's make, making a, a house of cards at his desk. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a guy, a rando guy, uh, asks if he wants to come play a game. Is it basketball. Uh, basketball?
1: Yeah, he's like spinning a basketball on his hand as he says yeah. this
0: and yugi's like oh no 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 whatever team i was on would probably just lose and then the guy just looks straight and looks at him dead in the eye and says yeah
1: that's true and then leaves and leaves <laughs> well i was nice enough <laughs> uh leaves to hang out with anzu specifically and like another guy like unless it's like an art error in there he definitely like runs out of the class and like hangs out with anzu um interesting um but yes, uh, Yugi isn't, like, that happens, and then Yugi says, like, oh, it would be nice if I could, like, hang out and play games with people. I have all these games that I bring to school every day, but no, like, I can't ask anyone to play a game with me, which is, ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this poor baby. He's, su- he's such a fucking baby. And I feel so bad he's for him. He's a baby. You, uh, you understand why Anzu, like, <laughs> wants to protect him, you know?
0: Yeah. Cuz he's he's fucking small. He's fucking small in stature and in heart. Mm-hmm.
1: He looks like he's about to cry at all times.
0: Yeah, probably is is the thing.
1: <laughs> There's that great scene where he like explains like the millennium puzzle and like it's whole backstory for, at Egypt and then he like in the middle like at the end of that story, he like looks up at Anzu and he's like, "Oh, I probably said too much. You probably think I'm a huge weirdo." Ha <laughs> ha. And I'm like, oh no, Yugi! Yugi, don't say that part out loud. (laughs) (laughs) And then Anzu asks him what his wish on the Millennium Puzzle would be, and he goes like, absolutely not. That's definitely too far. Even I know not to tell you what my wish on the puzzle would be. (laughs) Uh, Yugi's great. Yugi is great. Uh, You know who else is great? Yugi. (laughs) Both, Both Yugi's pretty swell.
0: Yeah. Um... That's uh, probably it for this episode, but we've got some emails to read. Boy, we got emails. Uh... Same email as before, you can send us emails to email at gmail.com. No. Uh, and if you do send an email, we might read it on the show, which will sound a little something like this. Autumn says, does Karibo
1: sell weed? Um... No, I don't think Karibo has ever done drugs. I think Karibo is weed, is the thing. No, Karibo's just a funny little guy. Don't do this to me. Yeah, but he's made of weed. He's not made of weed. He's He looks like a little little clump of weed. He's fluffy. Don't do this to me. (laughs) You wanna read the next email? I do want to read the next email. Um uh Ian mailed in. Very excited for the podcast. Um thank you, Ian. Uh we really appreciated, like, everyone being super excited when we announced this podcast. It yeah. was real, like, hell yeah, let's go, let's go. Um, but Ian basically says that Ushio is a very large boy, and Yugi is a very small boy, which we talked about. Uh, Ian asked us to rate these boys on a scale of 1 to 10 in largeness, and asked if we anticipate larger and or smaller boys to come in the future. Here's the thing. I feel like, unfortunately, we may have reached the peaks of large and small yes. boys on this show. I don't think they're yes. going to make them bigger than Ushio or smaller than Yugi. Uh, I think
0: there might be one or two in the main show that are bigger than Ushio. But they are adults.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like as far as like nominal teenagers go, they're not going to make them smaller than Yugi because then that would like defeat the point of Yugi. You know? Yeah. Like Yugi has to be the smallest guy in every scene. Um, And they're not going to make him bigger than Ushio because that would just be unwieldy at that point. Is Makoto taller
0: than Yugi? No, not Makoto. What's his name? Mokuba. Mokuba.
1: Um,
0: Is Mokuba... I don't know where I got Makoto. Mokuba uh, taller than Yugi Moto.
1: I don't remember this. I feel like like they make Yugi slightly taller in dual Monsters. So I, I I feel like Mokuba's probably slightly smaller than him in Dual Monsters.
0: I have an answer.
1: What is the what is the answer?
0: Yu Yugi Moto height Uh 153 centimeters or five foot. Mokuba height one point four two meters. So shorter than Yugi. Okay. But also Mokuba, even more of a child.
1: <laughs> Mokuba like a grade schooler. Yes, which and like here's the thing: if you're only slightly taller than like a grade schooler as a high schooler, I feel like you can only go down from there. You know, I feel like Mokuba's gonna grow up and be taller than Yugi at this point.
0: Yeah, Mokuba still has some growth in him. I don't know <laughs> that Yugi does. Well, no, we do know that Yugi does. It's like a, become tall. It's
1: like a Full Metal Alchemist thing.
0: Um, but we know for a fact that Yugi, Yugi becomes tall. Yeah, eventually.
1: Yeah. But it's like a full metal alchemist thing where he's going to grow over the course of the series.
0: Next email comes in from Medea
1: of unjustdeath.com. <laughs> you want to take another uh. one? <laughs> Medea of unjustdeath.com. Plug her shit right. Get the name right.
0: I used to do Yu-Gi-Oh! money matches in middle school that sometimes had physical violence takes. Did you all ever do money matches in Yu-Gi-Oh! that sometimes involved gang activity? Or did you know anyone who had to leap from a second story to escape a heated Yu-Gi-Oh! money match where hands went flying? I guess I do now. (laughs) Cool
1: podcast concept. Much love. Medea. Yeah, I do know someone, and it is Medea, because I've heard this story before. So, Mm -hmm. I never did any, like... I've done money matches, and I've won a money match. I lost two... It like there was never physical violence involved, but the thing is like the park where we all played Yu-Gi-Oh in high school was like right behind like a prison and like one of the Hmm. like one like a big prison for the city. Um and so one time we did have like an armed SWAT team like sweep through the park. Like come out of the come out of the back of the prison and like sweep through the park and stop the whole game and like one of them like came over and like took our like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and was like looking to see if it was gambling and then like gave us our cards back after hassling us a bit so that was a surreal fucking experience weird very very bizarre experience they weren't like looking for us or something but they were like mm-hmm. headed you know they were like headed east with assault rifles out and we after that we were like okay let's get the fuck out of here yeah it's time to go home never really found out what that was about but yeah, um,
0: I haven't even done money matches in like fighting games because I haven't I didn't get into fighting games till like post pandemic. <laughs> uh,
1: so. Also, another thing, uh, it, it, pe- multiple people tried to sell me weed while I was playing Yu Gi Oh, and then I told them no because I was saving my money for Yu Gi Oh cards, which really tells you wow, wow. What, what kind of life I was living at that point.
0: Wow. <laughs> Uh You wanna read this next one from Juo? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Hello Duelists. Very happy you're making content about the franchise that took me hostage when I was six. I pretended to be six so I could stay home and watch the first episode of Duel Ma- Dual Monsters. Yes, you're a king. Uh not dual masters. That's a different anime. Yeah, I know. I changed cartoon? it. I changed anime? it. Duel monsters. Couple of questions. What were your favorite decks to play? So for me, I played two decks mainly. One of them was a Machina deck. And then the second one was Omni Heroes. Um, And I don't know if those words mean anything to you, Nora.
0: I had a big stack of cards, and when it was my turn, I played 20 monsters onto the field, and then my sister cried. Okay, that's
1: not how you play the video game. <laughs> the video game? <laughs> it's, it's not a video game. Not. It's real. Okay, but it, it can be a video game. There are video game versions of this. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, mocking a Machina deck is basically just, like made around, like, summoning this one boss monster it has that has, like, decent stats and can be summoned from your hand or the graveyard by, like, discarding monsters with levels whose, whose like, levels add up to one above hits. So it's, like, a level 7 card, and if you discard cards that have, like, level 8 or higher, you can summon it. Um, And that's a very simple deck concept, but it was just, like, you know, once I draw that monster i'm getting it down and then i just keep summoning it and attacking and it was a pretty mm-hmm. simple like beat down strategy that would eventually just like you know beat him down or i would die <laughs> that was yeah that was the main deck that i played
0: i'm trying to remember uh there was one that i was looking at to see there was one that i was like one of the pre-made, like you buy them, packaged like decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I was like, oh, that's probably the one that I would want to start with. That seems like a neat gimmick. Um, what I'm looking at the list here. What was it? It's a mages thing or magicians thing.
1: Oh, was it like the uh, like the magic school one?
0: Well, you see, the Magical Masters of Structure Deck Order of the Spellcasters have transcended the need for physical forms and gained the ability to become spells themselves. As Pendulum Monsters, they can be played as either monsters or spell cards and have different abilities depending on which you choose. Oh no,
1: Pendulum Monsters, that's several years after I stopped playing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is from like a year ago and I was like, what if I got into
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! Gotcha, gotcha, okay, alright. So I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I never bought it. It's ten bucks. Maybe I'll buy it right now. I don't know. Uh, next question. Number two. Uh, which card uh, which card's effect was severely misinterpreted by you or your friends uh, you know due to like anime rules in the game. Uh, when I was like a... I played I played 20 monsters in my sister cried. You did play 20 monsters in your sister cried. I never really like played the game when I was watching the anime. I mostly just like Um, I mostly just like collected the cards that i thought were cool you know like as a as Mm -hmm. an actual kid i would just like buy a buy like a card pack and like throw out the cards i didn't think were cool and like keep the one that i thought was coolest (laughs) you know um that's what it's like when you're a kid uh but i can tell you the most anime thing that ever happened during a duel um where i was watching my friend danny play in the park um and like the other guy has like five face down like face-down cards, you know? Um, So incredibly unsafe for Danny to do anything, but if he, like, destroys them all at once, um, this was a meta where, like, they had, like, there was a very common, like, protection spell card for someone trying to destroy all your spells and traps at once. So it was very dangerous to go for, like, all, you know, destroy them all until you know you got the one that was, like, protecting against mass destruction. Does this make any sense? Kind of. So, like, five cards you want to get rid of. But you have to get rid of Mm -hmm. one before you can get rid of the other five. And you don't know which of the five is that one. You know? Okay. Very tricky situation. But Danny doesn't give a shit. And he draws a card. It's Mystical Space Typhoon. He plays it. Says, I want to destroy your, like, second from the left card. Guy flips it over. It's Starlight Road. Everyone goes fucking berserk. (laughs) As Danny just wipes the rest of the cards off the field. Most anime thing I've ever seen happen it was sick (laughs) heart of the cards heart of the cards he literally says uh, heart of the cards right before he does this (laughs) it was sick um question number three how much of the appeal of season zero is based on yugi being a funny little guy that goes jigsaw mode i would say that's most of the appeal
0: yeah also i like the uh, the whole like color scheme of the show is radically different. It looks totally different Mm -hmm. from what I remember of the other show. It makes it feel more like a dream, almost.
1: Yeah, like, colors are just weird in this show, you know? Like... Yeah, lots of, like,
0: faded pastels. mm -hmm.
1: Like, in the... In the, like, game shop, right? Like, the most common color is, like, a washed-out purple. Um, and then characters are always kind of, like, panning around as, like, stuff comes up in the background, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and it just, it does feel very, like, strange. Um, I remember the Duel Monsters anime as being at least, like, a little more grounded visually, whereas, like, there's a scene in yugi's like bedroom where it pans back from yugi and then like a keyhole comes around the frame and then like goes back and then like in the pitch blackness is like yugi's grandfather like spying on him through the keyhole it's a weird shot
0: he's like it might be better if he doesn't finish the puzzle yeah oh well time for bed <laughs> well grandpa doesn't care in the end
1: grandpa doesn't care Oh.
0: Grandpa cares about one thing And that's Black Lester Soldier uh,
1: Grandpa cares about one thing And it's like teenage girl's boobs Oh yeah uh, Which is the other thing that happens in this episode He is a freak yeah. Anzu. Um, And I feel like she should be able to kill him I feel like I feel like Dark Yugi should do a shadow game On the fucking grandpa Cause that's a man <laughs> That's a man who has an evil soul
0: Uh that's kind of what Kaiba does to him in the first episode of the main series, right? <laughs>
1: true. He duels him so hard, he, like, heals over. And, and goes just... to the hospital. That's true. Yeah. Kaiba's a hero from the start. <laughs> uh, we have another question. Uh, some Twitter questions. Uh, question number one from Lexi at Tabletop Gamera. Uh, She asks, do you feel the existence of the actual card game is a positive or negative for enjoying the show, given that it was written without a firm foundation of the rules? Um, we haven't really, like, gotten to the card game yet. This is a tough question to answer. Right now.
0: I'm gonna say... I don't care, because those are two different things to me. Hmm. Um... Probably because I didn't get that into the card game itself. Other than like, oh, that's the thing I like. I'm gonna buy it. And then I had a big stack of cards and didn't know how to play. Mm. But like... I, I In my brain, they're so different. They're so separate to me. Yeah. So
1: I think I'm gonna be in a similar thing, but kind of for opposite reasons. Where like, having played competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, like you're already... You already know that like, every deck in, in the anime is gonna be trash. Like they're nobody's playing optimally nobody even has like three of of every card um so like the card game in the anime at that point is just much more about like the narrative arc of the fight and not really about like the rules per se um yeah like i think the first fight in like um i think the first fight in like uh battle city uh where yugi fights the guy who has slifer like that, that guy uses like an infinite trap combo that I think just like just flat out does not work in the main game, or is like so impractical. <laughs> there's no way that you would actually run it, but mm. like that's not what it's about. The point is that Yugi gets trapped in like an infinite loop combo and is like, "Damn, how do I get out of this?" Then he gets out of it, you know. Yeah, heart of the
0: cards, power of friendship, uh, yami no game,
1: <laughs> Yami no game. <laughs> Yami no game. game. That's the thing they say several times. Um, And then they don't translate (laughs) Yami. No. Uh, um,
0: And then the they they don't the subtitles do not just have them saying dark game or like
1: shadow games you know yeah you could just call it the shadow games and then he could be shadow Yugi. That's not that hard.
0: Shadow Yugi.
1: Shadow Yugi sounds kind of dope. Uh our last question, though, from and Here's Catboy Wife at Wudalba U- 2. Uh, what are your top three favorite cards? Uh, well, if I turn them over to look, that's cheating. So,
0: nice try. <laughs> uh,
1: my favorite cards, um, it's just pretty simple. It's like the boss monsters of every deck I played, you know? So, it's going to be, like, Machina Fortress... Um, probably elemental hero absolute zero and then like vision hero trinity no wait cyber dragon cyber dragon fox
0: um i like celtic guardian yeah man eater bug and dark magician girl <laughs>
1: Fair. I had beef with Celtic Guardian as a kid because I was Irish and I was like we do not look like that Like Link? Yeah, I hated his ass Hated that guy who looked like Link Oh wait, no, what's the guy? What's the guy? Giant Soldier of Stone
0: No, no Her. Yu-Gi-Oh Knight Guy What's his name? What's his fucking name?
1: Knight Guy Oh dragon! Oh, um, Gaia the Fierce Knight.
0: Gaia the Fierce Knight, but also the other version of him where he's on a dragon.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Gaia cool. the d- yeah here you it mean is. Gaia the Dragon Champion.
0: Yeah, because he fuses with Curse of Dragon. Yeah. Oh, another another uh another key card for me was always uh Mask uh, Lord of D. <laughs>
1: Shut the fuck up. It's just shut a,
0: the fuck up. Uh, it's like Horn
1: Horn of a D? Shut up. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> it's been one episode, it's been nice, fun. Once again Next
0: Next week we'll come back with a different podcast about Zatch Bell.
1: Bro, don't fuck with me. <laughs> First of all, first of all, me and Kim have to do the Zach Bell podcast. You're not allowed. <laughs> you don't even know anything about Zach Bell. If I said Parco, he's a puppet. If I said Parco Figore, you would have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: That's true. You well, I would know because I know it's Zach Bell. Zach Bell. Hmm? <laughs> I know that it's Zatch Bell. So <sighs> shut the
1: fuck. Up. Shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> so. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Attack Position. I'm thrilled we were able to get that. I'm <laughs>
1: so shocked. I was like, how? Uh, can you email a podcast at we are the email at gmail.com. dot com.
0: That's right. We're doing biweekly uh,
1: episodes. Uh, yes. So we're going to skip next week and hit you back up the week after. I, I feel like, okay, I'm going to pitch this to you live. I feel like we should watch two episodes from here on out. Okay. Um. Can I hit
0: you with something real quick? All right. Live on the podcast. All right. I want to read you the first sentence of the summary of next week's episodes. All
1: right. All right. Hell yeah.
0: Um. Episode two, the devil gamer, the <laughs> trap of hell. <laughs> okay. For just the first sentence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A, a criminal escapes from jail, disguises himself, and gets a job at the restaurant Burger World. <laughs>
1: this show rules.
0: <laughs> um, and then episode three, Clash, the strongest monster, will be Seto Kaiba, a new student in Yugi's class, is a dual monsters expert and the head of a company known as the Kaiba Corporation.
1: <laughs> I forgot he was like a high school student in Yugi's class. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also didn't I also didn't think dual monsters would come up in like episode 3. Very mm-hmm. interesting. It is in this in this series. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really I've literally never seen season 0 before. I just read like a little bit of like the manga back in the day, so I'm really interested to like see where it goes and then like what we get before dual monsters happens and the whole franchise changes forever.
0: Forever. And then it'll change again at the end because they commissioned 12 episodes that are anime exclusive to promote a new game that they were trying to sell.
1: <laughs> and that didn't work. So they go back to yeah.
0: Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what we have to look forward to. Where can people find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on the internet at Grant Greeb. Fair warning, I have gone full Nino Maya brain. It's all I'm going to be talking about. She got her new outfit. I'm a complete simp of that girl. She's so fucking cute. It's all I'm going to be tweeting about on main. You can follow that if you want, I guess. I will. (laughs) Where can people find you on the fucking internet?
0: You can find me on Twitter, at neither Um, I have gone full Elder Scrolls brain. (laughs) Okay.
1: Very, very mentally healthy pair of co-hosts. Yeah, I've been playing
0: the Elder Scrolls Arena, to be clear. Not Morrowind, not Oblivion, not Skyrim. Uh,
1: Oh No, you've gone full Elder Scrolls Brain in, like, the only way that you could go full Elder Scrolls Brain.
0: Look, I'm trying to find the Ogma Infinium. It's a book that'll give me 50 stat points to allocate to my different stats.
1: Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah,
0: they range from 1 to 100, so uh... Also, I have a belt that gives me 15 strength. It's pretty good. Uh sign off.
1: Sign off. Um. Yamino
0: game.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say until next time, trust your fate to the heart of the cards, because that's that's what they say in no matter what no from Yu-Gi-Oh music to duel by. No matter what. That hmm. We might not use that for the int- for the outro music yet, but it's coming. You will get Yu-Gi-Oh! Butt Rock one day. One day.
0: That whole album is great, by the way. Songs to <laughs> Duel by is what it's called, and it's it's just bangers all the way through.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. I already said the sign off. So, bye. Bye.